Who are you? Whoever you want me to be. Don't say I never gave you anything. It's feeling epic. Three words. Eight letters. Welcome to another episode of Previously on Team TV. I'm Jillian Banani. And I'm Claire Wojciechowski. And we have a very special episode for you today. We are talking all about shipping and our top couples. Yes. Now, for those of you that don't know, and if you're here, I'm sure you do, but just in case, shipping is when you are rooting for two characters to get together. And oftentimes, I think it sort of originated with characters that weren't together on screen, mm-hmm. but you wanted them to be. And so you would say, I ship X and X type yeah. of thing. Um, can also be referred to people in real life, although for today, we're just keeping it to the folks on our favorite teen TV shows. Well, that's what I like to keep it to. Yes. Keep it to the TV, mm-hmm. to the fantasy world, yeah. and not the real world. We don't need to ship real life people. That's a, that's crossing a boundary. <laughs> Um, although I do ship Taylor and Travis, I'll just say that. <laughs> well, they're actually together, so that's fair. Okay, good. It's a little slightly different. Yeah, I like that. Um, I am a big fan of shipping. Like, I am a big shipper. Like, mm-hmm. when I like a couple, I like them. Like, I am all in. I become obsessed with them. Maybe not super healthy, <laughs> but... I I think it's the romantic in me. Like, I just love it so much. Yeah, I think you like to dive in. And you like something like you can root for. And something that you, when I say you, I mean both of us. I mean, that's what people in general, you want like something to sort of like almost manifest and make happen. And like, it gives you like a a reason to tune in. It's, you know, it's exciting to, to sort of see hopefully your favorite couple come together. I mean, isn't that the best in these shows when we get like a couple and we're rooting for them to be together and then they get together? I mean, it's just like (sighs) such a good feeling. I mean, it's like nothing else when you're watching them for episodes and it feels like an eternity and they finally kiss and it's just like... I get high off of it, I think. Yeah, it's so satisfying. (laughs) The adrenaline rush is just so good. (laughs) But yeah, I feel like this is my sports. You know, like shipping these couples. This is like the team that I'm rooting for. This is as close to like being a fan of sports that I'll ever get. So I just think it's a fun aspect of these shows because relationships are a big part of these shows. Mm And, you know, characters uh, can be with you know, go from one character to another and maybe we ship them with one character and not the other. And, you know, maybe people break up and get back together or maybe they don't get back together. Maybe we, you know, like them at one point and then turns out they really weren't that great together. There's so many dynamics to this. Mm -hmm. And I think it's such a big part of these teen shows. And I think it's such a fun element of it. I think it's always interesting when you find yourself shipping one couple um, sort of at the beginning of the show, and then mm-hmm. your allegiances shift um, as the series goes on. You're like, oh, but actually, yeah. like, maybe like this person is like a better match for them, and right. like, you know, or you're shipping people that like maybe aren't front and center; they're just kind of in the background. But you're like, mm-hmm. oh, there's something there between those two. I would like to see more of that, and then it becomes like a real thing. Like, right. that, it's always exciting. It always starts with like a little glance mm-hmm. and maybe a little, you know, knee touch. Oh. And then, you know, 22 episodes later, they finally kiss. (laughs) They really make you wait for it, don't they? I love a slow burn waiting for it, though. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that is, like, one of my favorite things with these couples on these shows. Like, a good slow burn. 
um, where it takes a while for, you know, a couple to get together. I just, you know, it's just worth it so much more in the end, I think. Yeah. And I think it's really tricky to find that balance between like a slow burn and to a, like an actual, like the moment has arrived because yeah. sometimes you can lose it. Sometimes it's only a slow burn yeah. and then it happens and then you're like, okay, now what do we do with them? And I think the best couples, the best ships, the reason why we ship them is because they can maintain that excitement and that chemistry even after they're together. Which is hard to do. That mm-hmm. is really not easy to do in these shows. Right. I think too, um, you know, these characters are growing, they're evolving. And then sometimes maybe at one point in the show, it really made sense for them to be with one character, but then as they grow and evolve, you know, it makes sense for them to be with this other mm-hmm. character. And it's just a fun journey to go on. Yeah, I feel like you're like 20 different people when you're a teenager, like yeah. over the course of that. And you're constantly changing. And I think that, you know, who you are interested in changes right along with that. Agreed. Agreed. Now, what are some of your like favorite tropes? in these teen romances so we talked a little bit about the slow burn Mm -hmm. which i'm a big fan of like what are what are some of your favorite tropes we got like enemies to lovers friends to lovers there's so many i am a big fan of when opposites attract yes um i think we've talked about this before i like it when two very different people whether that's like different personalities or they're from different worlds or different interests or Mm -hmm. whatever um they're sort of opposite in some way that they find common ground and come together i always like a relationship like that where i feel like the characters are balancing each other out or they're opening the other person up to something new that they might not have considered so that's sort of like my my favorite type of of ship I agree I think too in like the high school world Mm -hmm. it's way more interesting to see two characters who might have never normally interacted um, and to see them come together because I feel like in high school a lot of times people just like stick to their group and don't really go outside of that and in these shows it's really fun to explore people getting outside of their group Um, and, you know, forming a romantic bond with somebody maybe that they wouldn't have normally even have talked to. So I'm a big fan of the opposites attract, too. It's a good one. Yeah. Take a little risk when you're in high school. The high school relationship, like date somebody, you know, off the wall. And I feel like it never happens in real life. So that's why it's so fun in these shows to actually see that happen. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, in high school, I was really waiting for, you know, your opposite op- to come. The opposite to come on in did not happen. Who would have been your opposite in high school? That's a good question. I mean, I feel like I was a little bit more like kind of like average. So, but yeah, did I dream of the popular, you know, football players mm. scooping me up out of nowhere? Yes, of course. Yes. Of course. There was one time I remember in Spanish class where I was sat next to like the quarterback of the football uh-huh. team when I was like a sophomore and I think he was like a year older than me and I had to like help him with Spanish a lot because obviously he wow. wasn't that great at it. Were you- I mean we were living these stereotypes. <laughs> were you tutor girl? I kind of was wow. I think and then the teacher was like switched up all the seat assignments except ours oh. because she was like I think you two like make a good pair like you like help him out like a lot and he seems to like get it with you and I was like oh my god like wow. am I being set up on a romance? <laughs> it was a slow burn. Yeah. yeah. It was, well it was a a slow nothing <laughs> nothing happened all right I will say you know sophomore year was a little rough I wasn't looking my best I think I wore the same headband to school like every day after swim practice so you know 
I will say I am not a fan really of friends to lovers in these shows. I am not either. Which is interesting because that is my <laughs> that is my relationship in real life is friends to lovers, but not what I want to watch in these shows. I think it's always boring and kind of annoying. Yeah. Like it just like you want to just them to stay as friends. Yeah, I don't want them to like complicate like a friendship that I've already invested in watching yeah. with like suddenly someone develops feelings. Exactly. Like that's it's just like why can't we have both? Why can't people be friends and people be, you know, in a relationship type thing? Yeah. I agree yeah. with that. I also do though a caveat. I generally don't like friends to lovers, but yeah. I am uh, not opposed to and this is very specific oh, but like fun. when there's like a friend group like yeah. you have more than six or more people in a cast yeah and you put together two characters who are in the same group but like not necessarily close friends okay yeah I, I'm you know what I mean yeah. um so like this is not my favorite ship but like I don't know like Dan and Blair like they're in the same friend yes. group but they're not really friends yeah um, they're still somewhat opposite. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's that I'm like a fine fine with. I like that because that's like two characters maybe who you thought would never get together and Ex they get together. Exactly. So I do think that that's fun. I feel like shows love to do that like around season four or five right. when we're getting a little bored. Sure. Yeah. We. I think I'm thinking mostly of like the original Beverly Hills 90210 which yeah. had a big cast. Yeah. Um, and so they did that a lot. They were always like in the friend group and then all of a sudden these people are dating and you're like you barely interacted before yeah. but you know that that I'm okay with similar to opposites attract I also like enemies to lovers mm. which is very similar to opposites yes. attract but I feel like there's a level of banter that comes along mm -hmm. with enemies to lovers yes. that I really like and I like the trajectory of seeing them as not getting along they're enemies then they form a little bit of a friendship mm -hmm. and then that friendship you know turns into a romance um, and I think that that always ends well yeah I think like it offers them like a hurdle to overcome yeah. the fact that they because they might it might not be opposites they might be too similar like they're both super competitive at something yeah and that's why they're enemies is because they're you know in the running for something so it is yeah, yeah I Veronica like Mars is a really good enemies to lovers okay. with Veronica and Logan which is probably the the top example of that really working out yeah um but that's a good one. Yeah, and I think that's what's fun about the ships is that like these relationships can be more than one trope. Yeah. They can be complex and layered and multiple things at once. We love we love some layers. We do. We need some layers. We like to you unpack. Know, when you have 22 episodes in a season, you better have some layers. Yeah. There. We can't keep it surface level. Um, well, let's get into some of our top ships. Um, what is one of your top ships, Claire? So one of my top ships is Joey and Pacey from uh, Dawson's Creek. I mean, classic, good one. We we grew up with them. Yes, we did. And again, an example of like in the same friend group, but not really mm -hmm. good friends. Yeah. And then they become friends first and then become, you know, a couple. Yeah. And fall in love. Um, and again, another example of like they did this like a couple seasons into the show mm -hmm. um, and it really spiced things up. Yeah. It shook the creek, you know, yeah. it turned it all upside down um, and caused repercussions for many seasons after, which was yeah. something really interesting. But I just think like ugh, the two of them are a bit opposite again. Yeah. They are, you know, Joey's very studious and very serious and has these big dreams of like leaving Cape Side and going off and doing great things in the world, in the city specifically. And Pacey's just kind of like, 
a goofball who like doesn't really have a direction, doesn't yeah. really have a purpose, but yet they they balance each other out. They like he makes her laugh and she motivates him to be better at least for a while and then it goes south and then it gets better and you know. Um but I think he just needed to grow up. Um yeah. And they they really just sort of um they I don't know, they're just so cute together and I just love them so much. They are so cute together and those episodes um you know where they have them like starting to hang out and like be friends more and then you can see that he's starting to fall for her. I mean, those are some of my favorite episodes of Dawson's Creek mm-hmm. ever. They're so good. Um Joshua Jackson really sold all that for me. Mm-hmm. Um and I just feel like he was such a good heartthrob on that show. Like his like he kind of reminds me of like an old like Hollywood kind of like character a little I bit like see it. he fast talks like he is very kind of like he swoops in and like saves the day a lot which mm. I love that yeah for men in these shows but it's not like Joey needed saving no but like he he helps her yes exactly and yeah. he he loves a big grand gesture. I mean, when he buys her that wall, it's just like amazing TV. Um, I feel like they are just, they're they're hard to top. I think they're a really great couple. I also appreciate that they did them right of, they got them together. We saw them together for a little bit. And then we did break them apart. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't like the breakup at the prom. It's not great. It's tough. But, you know... Let's be realistic. They were not going to last in college together. That just was not going to work. So I do appreciate that they didn't just have them like, oh, no, we're fine. We're making it work. Like, we needed some conflict there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought that they did a good job of why they broke up. Yeah. Agreed. And then when they come back together in the end, it's just so great. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love it. I love that final episode <sighs> where you see them together. She's with him. It's, it's beautiful. I mean, I love I it's so good when she like admits to Jen that like she's always known who she should be with. <sighs> and it's like and you're like, but who is it? I know. And it's Pacey. It's so oh. good. Also, the scenes of them in the later episodes when they're stuck in the in the um, Kmart, yes, yes. Oh my oh, god, a great episode. When he says that he thinks about kissing her all the time, I mean, it is like that is just so amazing. It like it's just was such a good scene. Oh. Uh, the amount of like YouTube videos that I've watched of like the progression of Joey and Pacey and like their best moments. Oh. Like I'm embarrassed to say it's been quite a bit. So I love them. I love them forever. Yeah. My number one. Definitely a top one. What about you? Top ship. Okay. So my top ship, I've talked about them before. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's on my shirt always and forever. It's Nathan and Haley. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I fell in love with them when I was watching One Tree Hill in middle school. I think one of the reasons why I really like them is it's like the jock falling for like the tutor girl. Mm -hmm. Like, again, it's like opposites attract. We also have the layer in there of Lucas being her best friend. And um, I really love when the three of them also like come together as like a family. And she's the one who really brought those brothers together. I just think there were a lot of layers to that relationship. Um, And I mean, again, seeing him fall for her and fall harder, mm-hmm. there's just nothing hotter than that in these shows. Yeah. Um, you know, you expect that she's going to kind of like fawn all over him or something. Totally not the case. He 
falls harder for her. And it is just such good TV, in my opinion. I mean, they are in the pantheon yeah. of great teen couples. And like, even when they have their, their ups and downs, yeah. like they're never fully broken up. Really. Right. Like you never believe it. You're like, but they're going to get back together. Yeah. You, like they have to. Um, I mean, when she left to go on tour, I was like 14 in middle school when those episodes came out and I was devastated that they were apart. It was weird because I was so happy that she was like on a tour. I was like, good for her. Like she should have gone. But like Nathan being devastated had me devastated. Like I was like counting down the mm -hmm. weeks for them to like get back together. Like I needed them to be together. And I don't think that there was another couple that I really felt so strongly about that needed to be together. Yeah. Like, I just think that like they couldn't have broken them up because it was like too good almost like, well, and you also have the layer of them getting married in high school. So it's like, are you going to have them like get divorced? Like that would have really yeah. killed me at 14. <laughs> yeah, it is tricky when like you already have them get married. So like, how do you keep them dramatic? How yeah. do you like create tension in their relationships? And they found ways. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. But oh. I, I think uh, it's hard because I do think they get a little boring in like the later seasons of the show. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that they kept them together pretty much like the entire time. We don't really have examples of that. Yeah. Um, but what are you going to do? Like have Nathan date Brooke? Like that just like wouldn't have made sense. No. And so. they, they tried to like um, retcon that a little bit yeah. with like that sex tape thing. And you're Ugh, like. I hated that. And it's like it's not believable. He has the wrong haircut. Right. It's just so bad. And it's like just for the sake of drama, they create this like fake plot line that happened before the show started. It's like, come on. Don't even talk to me about some of season four. Also, like, I'm sorry. Did Haley just like not even kiss a boy before Nathan? Like we hear nothing about her previous like right? love life. No, the only thing we get is like a reference to Dawson's Creek in, right. the, in the pilot when she says to Lucas, I'm not going to. She's like, I love you, but not in a Joey loves Dawson kind of way, yeah. which I thought was brilliant when I watched that. I was like, oh, thank God. I know. Like, I, I, lo I loved the Lucas Haley friendship. Yes. I thought that was so great. And I think that her relationship with Nathan like elevated that friendship in yeah. a way that was like really smart for the show. Um, but you're telling me that Haley didn't make out with one of those River Court boys. Like, come on. She yeah. definitely did. I think they should have made that a backstory. Like that would have been more interesting. That he found that, but you know, mm -hmm. One Tree Hill had had some issues, which is for another episode. <laughs> but the issue they did not have was Nathan and Haley. I also thought those two just had really great chemistry throughout the entire show run, um, yeah. and I think that that's also what made them really great. And I think that's hard to do, for sure. So I could go on for hours about this, but well, let's, uh, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> let's shift to um, another another couple. One of my uh, second of my top three ships is Styles and Lydia from Teen Wolf. Uh, love, 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 love. I love them too. Another slow burn. Yeah, very um, slow. Very slow. Styles is in love with Lydia from the get go. Yeah, she is dating Jackson. She's like a popular girl, cool girl. Doesn't even know who he is. No, and thinks he's kind of a dork. And then like, but then he he sees her immediately for who she is. Yeah. Like when they're at the dance at the end of season one mm -hmm. and he's like, he basically like yells at her. He's like, get out there and dance with me. You're so smart, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. she's like, wow. She's like, I'll be winning the Fields medal, not a Nobel prize or whatever. <laughs> it's so good. Like he, he sees how smart she is because she yeah. pretends to be dumb for yeah. boys, which is like, come on. That and was a thing back then. And they make us wait until like, I think it's season five. Yes. When they finally 
like they finally like they don't even kiss yet it's just like he just says i love you and right. she like doesn't say anything and it's so heartbreaking because then she forgets him yeah they Ugh. only have two kisses in the entire run right. of the show and one of them is for her to calm him down yes it's not a real kiss exactly and then the other one is finally right um, that one in season five right when he comes back from the ghost riders and yeah. she's and she's like i didn't say it back and he says you didn't have to and they kiss Ugh. for the first it's like oh it's so good it's so good and then he goes and like leaves the show but they're still together but uh i styles and lydia i wish we could have seen them together a little bit more you know because i think that it's like if i'm waiting so long i need to be able to like see them together a little Mm -hmm. bit um that's just you know me i want them to see them cute and coupley and you know being romantic together um, so like I like a slow burn, but I'm like you gotta get them together. I know we do get um them as like a fr- as friends as like right. a, a team as a yeah. duo. Like you know at first like she has no time for him, and then she learns who he is. And once they're all on the same page about the supernatural stuff, the two of them you know spend a lot of time together because they're on you know Scott's te- they're part of Scott's pack. Yeah, yeah. And so they're working together a lot. Um, but they both you know they date other people. I know. Um, before they finally get together and. It just takes so long, but when they do, it's just like it's fine. great. It's so yeah. great. Totally worth the wait for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. They also remind me a lot of Seth and Summer, actually. Um, yeah. They have like that banter together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dylan O'Brien is kind of doing oh, a Seth Cohen-y type of thing for sure. She's like the popular girl right. in school, very similar to Summer. Yeah. He's been in love with her the entire time. Mm-hmm. So I really did like the parallels of um of those two shows. Yeah, I yeah. agree. He, I, when I was first watching the show, I was like, oh, this is Seth Cohen. But yeah. Like maybe like a little like more modern and quippier and less like indie. Yeah. Type thing. I feel like we haven't gotten a relationship like that in a while on one of these shows. No, I know. Bring back a quippy couple. I know. Or quippy boy. I need some good banter. Yeah. Yeah. So my number two couple is Finn and Rachel from Glee. Um, you know. <laughs> tell, tell us about them. Yes. Yeah, so, well. Again, we have a jock falling for like the nerd in school mm-hmm. um, or outcast like yeah. type of girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so I clearly love that trope. Um, but yeah, when when Glee came around, I really went through a big Finn and Rachel Finchel phase. Um, I'm embarrassed to talk about this, <laughs> but I felt like I had to bring it up and be honest with our listeners mm-hmm. um, that I literally was obsessed with Finn and Rachel. Um you know, I went to go see Glee when they were filming in the city and it was a Finchel scene and I really freaked out at being able to see that. Um, you know, I think also just the element of them singing together really <laughs> added a lot to that for me. I loved it yeah. when they when they did their songs together. I think the two of them just had really good on-screen chemistry, too. For sure. Um, and it took them a while to, to get together in the show. Um, and it was definitely worth the wait for me when they're singing that song at regionals together, that journey song. It is so good. Oh, my gosh. They did. What um, song is it? I'm trying to think. Um, is it Faithfully? Yeah. Faithfully. Yeah. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm embarrassed to admit this. You know what? You shouldn't be because Glee had its had its moments. Yes, it yeah. was a lot of things. It was a real roller coaster, but yeah. there were some really great parts of Glee, and I do think that the Finn and Rachel relationship was part of it. Yeah. It was so sweet, and I think knowing the chemistry that they had, 
on and off screen really helped I think keep it was one of the more positive aspects. Yeah, I did not love when they were going to get married. Oh no, I was. Um, I think that's kind of when I started to like fall off them. I was like, we cannot have a marriage plot point no. in this again, please. No, like luckily they don't go through with it. Yes, um, but it's a bummer that like the way that things ended was they were broken up because of Corey Monteith passing. But I know. Um, yeah, they were a really. A really sweet couple and we'll always have those those recordings those soundtracks Ugh, of the two love, of them love their songs together I think too you're right in the sense that there was so much craziness going on in Glee and like a lot of different plot points and things kind of like went off the rails a little bit but one thing that was like reminiscent of all these teen shows was the Finn and Rachel aspect so I think that's why I really gravitated towards that yeah but yeah number one Finchel fan over here for sure I love that um I will say with the marriage plot points, I do think the only one that worked for me was Nathan and Haley in One Tree Hill. Yeah. Just to bring it back to that real quickly. <laughs> Again, you they know, I'm just going to be circling back to that. They make it work. They shockingly make it work. I think that that was like one of the stronger things on the show. It's totally crazy, but they really sell it to you in a way that like, yeah, you were like, OK, I, I get it. I know. I'll take it. You kind of believed it. I mean, times were different in 2003. Yeah, so. that's also true. Yeah. Um, okay, what about you? What's your What's your next couple? What's your next ship for us? My number three ship is Hannah and Caleb from Pretty Little Liars. Oh, interesting. So Tell me more. Pretty Little Liars is a bonkers show. Yes. Um, seven seasons of absolute chaos i the plot i couldn't begin to unravel it yeah i don't even think you would be able to give us a synopsis uh, of that show i mean (laughs) as our synopsis queen four girls get chased by a mysterious figure called a that's the that is the most basic um plot summary possible um but hannah and caleb we see them start to get together in season one Mm -hmm. caleb is like this like um, like hacker tech guy who's like kind of shady and like wears a beanie and like they go to him for help with some stuff with uncovering who A is and then he like turns out he's like kind of homeless so he's like he's like <laughs> borrowing Hannah's like shower and there's a scene in season one where he's in the shower and her he, her mom doesn't know that he's there Classic. so she has to jump into the shower with him she can't just like I guess she can't just like let I her love mom those. in the bathroom because yeah. like girls would like let the mom like if you were a girl your mom could come in the bathroom and get something out of the cabinet or whatever yeah my so, mom did this to me a lot by the way yeah so in order to like convince her mom that she's in the shower she jumps in the shower fully clothed and he's naked and at one point she looks and he clocks her looking and it's like and I just, mean it's, I'm eating this up over here it's I some love hot that. stuff for like a teen yeah. romance um yeah. but they're adorable they mostly stay together throughout the show they they break up here and there but like you're always like again it's like they're gonna get back together yeah like he um and I think it's one of the only relationships where like they stay pretty honest with each other yeah throughout the other ones there's some some shady business going on and there's some bad elements and the two of them it's like a strong relationship and she trusts him he's in on like a lot of the bad stuff like she tells him all the crazy stuff that's going on and he tries to help which yeah. I think is is different from the other relationships on the show um, and then we know that they, they end up together in the end which is great uh, so, that, moment, that moment where they come together in the end is very it's, great it's lovely yeah um, no, that's a very cute couple and much better than that teacher-student relationship in Pretty Little Liars. The, exactly. I, so. I was a fan of it at the time. And looking back, I'm like, nope. It's, that one no, probably doesn't 
doesn't hold up as much. No, it doesn't. Unfortunately. But, you know, a different time. Yeah, different time. (laughs) Just just 10 short years ago. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're still learning. Yeah. What about you? Another teen ship that you like? So this one is a bit controversial, I would say. But, you know, we got to spice it up a little bit here. A ship that I love is Klaus and Caroline from The Vampire Diaries. Is Klaus a psychopath killer? Killed multiple people on this show? Yes. But he loved Caroline and she definitely had feelings for him. There is no denying that. No, she absolutely did. She tells him as much. Exactly. I just like those two had so much chemistry together. I also like that it was a little bit of opposites of he's kind of this like crazy killer, like, you know, scary vampire and she's more like preppy and like the you know the popular cheerleader girl kind Mm -hmm. of like the one always like trying to make people happy like I really feel like she could have like changed him and I mean I think she also did a little bit like she did make him a better person I would say yeah um and I just think it's a shame that we never saw them fully together I mean when their scenes together like are so hot electric they're like it's crazy I know even like before anything really happens like when they're just sitting and talking like he she's not into him yet and he's like the way that he looks at her it's like melting yeah exactly Um, like I mean I know it's like controversial because you know he is like a villain on the show mm -hmm. but I do think if he never got his own spinoff and like they just kept him on the vampire diaries I think that there was a world where the two of them were like fully together yeah um and didn't just have that one sex scene yeah I also think like There was like that emotional, like you said, that redemption aspect. Because when there's that time when she's been bitten by Klaus and she's dying. I love this scene. And Tyler's like, you did this. You have to watch her die. And she tells him, if you're capable of love, you're capable of being saved. And that's what gets him to save her. And it's like... It is it's so like so beautiful. Because like you see, like he can't bear to watch her die, even though he's the one that did this to her. It's oh, it's so it's complicated. It's complicated. It's complicated. And I think sometimes I like when things are a little bit complicated because it makes it more interesting. There's a lot of layers there. I think too, like she brought out a, you know, funnier, like lighter side Mm -hmm. in Klaus which I thought was really beautiful I think I liked what they both brought out in each other yeah I think that I love that he believed in her and believed how strong she was and how smart she was and like how you know good of a person she was and I like that you know she brought out you know a more human side out of Klaus and um you know and like a lighter kind of like funnier side and their scenes together are so goddamn cute they're yeah I mean I could watch just all of their scenes on a loop it's uh, like she is the one who like made him seem not as much as a villain yeah she's the one that softened him I think and yeah. did a lot of that prep work before he goes and gets his own spinoff. I know. And I'm sorry, but we just needed to see this relationship through. This keeps me up at night. Like, this is my Roman Empire. This is what I think about all the time. Is Claroline? Yes. I mean, that one scene at the graduation mm-hmm. where he says, he's your first love. I intend to be your last like whoever wrote that should have gotten a freaking Emmy because that is such a good line and the moment is so amazing 
And we're talking about vampires who are going to live forever. So it's just like, he's like, I'll, I'll be there. I'll wait for yeah. you. And it's amazing. It's, it's hard to top. I would have loved to have seen them kind of like travel around the world, like have Klaus show Caroline like Europe and like just like all of the world. Yeah. I also think it's funny that like they ultimately bond over being parents. Oh, I know. Like in later yeah, seasons, yeah. like when she calls him. In the original. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, I think also like in the Vampire Diaries after the twins are born. She's oh, like, that's right. I forgot about that. She's like yeah. on the run or something. And she calls him and he can hear the babies like fussing in the background. And he's like giving her tips on how to yeah. like calm them. It's like so sweet. And, and then like. She's like with Stefan at the time. Yeah. And I'm like. This phone call did more for me than what Stefan has done for Caroline this entire time. It's, it's yeah. so good. And you're like, oh, bring him back. I know. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, you know what I realized my problem with Stefan and Caroline is? Okay. Um, my issue with Caroline is that we never really saw them happy for that long. Like, and I feel like that was something that they like ripped away from us a little bit in the show. And we just never really saw that, like, them being super happy. Something was always coming up, like, that was, like, ripping them apart. Mm -hmm. And so then I just, like, don't fully buy into it. Like, I need to, like, especially for how they got together and stuff, I need to see you together for a little bit. Yeah, I understand that. That's just that. my issue with it, you know? I wanted, I wanted more, so I was interested in it, but I wanted more. I get it. You wanted more from them to invest in the relationship. You wanted yeah. more from Klaus and Caroline. I, I always want more in my romances. It's clearly what I mean. I'm like, enough with the, you know, stabbing vampires in the heart. Let's get back to the romance a little bit here. Come on. Can't we all just be happy for one episode? <laughs> okay. So speaking of, are there any ships that like you were shipping, but never actually happened, like never came to fruition? Yes, so there's one that comes to mind. Okay. Um, so it's in Gilmore Girls, and it is with Tristan, played by Chad Michael Murray, you know, 2000s king, <laughs> and Rory. Um, so I just feel like it was a missed opportunity, again, of this, like, popular bad boy getting with the more, like, nerdy outsider girl. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like they were going to explore that, but then Chad Michael Murray got One Tree Hill, so we had to leave the show. And I do just feel like it was a missed opportunity. I think it would have been fun to see those two opposites um, in a relationship together, or not even in a relationship. I could have just seen them, like you know, hang out a little bit yeah. and like see how that worked. Um, we got the one kiss with them and that was it. And I wanted a little bit more. I know. They I, were teasing it. They, they were. were. It was a big tease. And I, I liked them together too. I thought that they were sweet. I thought that he was, you know, somebody that she had a little bit more in common with than Dean, but was still right. opposite of her and that he was like a troublemaker and he wasn't always yeah. the kindest. And it was so sad when he had to leave for military school. I, I know. Was like, that was oh. a sad ending for Tristan. Yeah. I was like, he didn't deserve that. It was dark. Well, I think that we wanted to see Rory make him a better person. Yes. Like we wanted that storyline to play out and it got cut short. We wanted her to fix him. I know. We love it when the girl fixes the guy. It is so great. It's like literally all I've been talking about this entire episode. <laughs> is I love when the girl fixes a guy. 
just good TV. It's it good is. every time. I do think we get a little bit of that. Like they revisit that type of character year in the college years with Logan. Like yeah, I think Logan is so similar to Tristan. Yeah. Like this rich boy who grew up entitled, goes to these private schools. He's blonde. He's kind of a jerk. Yeah. But then like for whatever reason, like is intrigued by Rory. Like they even look a little similar. They do look a little similar. Yeah, they're that yeah. same haircut. I know that spiky blonde hair, just one's yeah. a little shorter. But that, um, that spiky blonde hair, hair did it for me in the early 2000s. Oh my god. <laughs> did it ever I I was right there too but yeah that is such a good point like they do kind of bring back that character with Logan like I wonder if like they had Tristan stick around the show if they wouldn't then have done a Logan character storyline later yeah. on because it might have been similar yeah so true Inter- interesting stuff yeah. you know we're just rewriting these shows in our I heads know. here creating fanfic on the spot <laughs> well I am a fan of a fanfic <laughs> so <laughs> no shame in that game and it's I think it's because in a fanfic you see them like the couple more together so I'm like I need more I want more I want mm-hmm. you know I need it all yeah. is there a couple that you wanted to get together that didn't get together um, there is I'm gonna circle it right back to the Vampire Diaries universe love and it I, I mean I know I said that I wanted Klaus and Caroline to raise those kids together, but I'm going to talk about their daughters getting together, actually. Oh, love um, that. So one couple, it was it was barely hinted at, but like they acknowledged that it was a possibility, was Hope and um, Josie right. on Legacies, which was the Vampire Diaries spinoff. So Hope is Klaus's daughter. Josie is Caroline's daughter. Yeah. Um, and they never... They never get together. Nothing ever like romantic happens. But um, Josie is like a queer character. Mm-hmm. Hope they don't. She. We only see her date boys, but like who knows? Yeah. And they talk about how um, they didn't get along for years because um, Josie, I think, burned something of hopes. And they find out it's because she liked her and couldn't mm, tell her like something. Right. Yeah. You know, one of those like things that I don't I like you so I'm gonna be mean to you so that you don't know type of thing yeah love that Um, in the show (laughs) (laughs) that juvenile toxic behavior yeah 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 so we we find out that um that Josie had a crush on Hope and Hope's kind of like oh like she's kind of like intrigued by it and finds it sweet and then they end up becoming um just friends they sort of fight over the same boy for a little bit but ultimately end up as friends and on the same side but I always in the back of my mind was like oh it would have been fun if we could have like seen them at least try things out yeah I feel like that would have been like a full circle moment too like for the series as like Klaus and Caroline's kids Mm -hmm. like I think that just like the nostalgia of that like would have been nice yeah it would have been really fun yeah um and you know they can swap stories about the parents and be like oh well I remember your dad and you know yeah we used to to bone in the woods That would have been great. Yeah. We really, any, been a, a very, every time we could mention Klaus and Caroline in this, we would have uh, loved it. So pay attention, writers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my pick, Josie and Hope. I wish, I wish we would have seen something of them, but alas. Well, so we have listed our top three ships. Mm-hmm. Do you have any honorable mentions that you want to bring up that we did not discuss here? You know, I was a fan of Betty and Jughead on Riverdale yeah, um, in the high one. school years. Yeah. And I feel like that was another one where, like, based on the, the IP, the original comics, you know, Betty and Archie are together. And, yeah. and they lean towards that at the very, very beginning of the series where Betty kind of has a crush on Archie right. and he's interested in Veronica. Um, and then... After a few episodes in, we start to get, you know, Betty and Jughead are, are hanging out. They're same type of thing. Like they always kind of knew each other and like had a mutual friend in Archie, but they weren't friends and they become friends. They're trying to solve a murder. Um, and then they start dating. Um, and they 
quickly form this deep bond. Like they're basically like playing house yeah. for most of their, their teen years. Um, and I, you know, I, it got me- messy and murky and I admit that I jumped off the Riverdale train post high school years. I think but, we all did, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked high school Betty and Jughead. I did too. I thought they were really sweet together and I really enjoyed them like coming together to like solve a mystery. Um, and I feel like Betty, you know, brought out a lot in Jughead and, um, really like accepted him for who he was and you know they just brought out the best in each other again and I feel like I really like that in these like teen relationships um and they were really cute together I I was a fan of them I was rooting for them every week and yeah yeah, I mean I also fell off the Riverdale train I never even saw her with Archie so I don't know if I would have liked that better but I, you know, I have a hard time switching ships like that. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, it's Betty and Jughead still for me. Yeah. yeah. Honorable mentions for you? Um, I'm going to have to talk about Chuck and Blair. Um, you know, another controversial couple mm-hmm. on one of these shows. But I did really like them together on Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they did a good job of always, you know, having them together, bringing them apart, bringing them back together again, but maybe not fully back together. And then they end up together in the end of the series. Um, But I feel like that was the couple on Gossip Girl that I was always rooting for. Um, Their scenes together were so fun and like electric and, you know, them kind of like bantering together. And it was just, they were like a crazy couple. And I thought it was like fun it was you know I know there was a lot of toxic stuff in that relationship I'm not saying that there wasn't um but you can't deny that like the two of them you know had a electric thing together yeah they had they had chemistry and I think their scenes were always like what I looked forward to on the show like I was always like what are Chuck and Blair gonna do this week yeah what you know shenanigans are they up to they were always getting into shenanigans Mm -hmm. and it was so fun and they were still always there for each other even when they weren't together Mm -hmm. um and i think when they were apart you were really rooting for them to get back together because you're like you two understand each other in a way that nobody else does right you need to be together yeah they couldn't um, really find anybody to be with Chuck other than Blair. Like they tried that French girl yeah, and she went away quickly and like Blair dated some other people and almost got married, but like, or did get married, I suppose. But yeah. Well, they always showed though, those two at least in scenes together, even when they were apart, yeah. um, which I always really appreciated. But and Gossip Girl is just a little bit of a crazier show. Yeah. That, like you kind of needed a crazy couple at the forefront. Yes. Now it's time for As If Rants. So Claire, you're up first. Producer Jesse, please start the clock for 30 seconds. Ready, set, go. I'm sorry, but um, Dossie... (laughs) Keep going, keep going, keep going. Dawson and Joey as a couple, as if. You know how I feel about a friends to lovers um, ship. I am not a fan of it, especially when it is so imbalanced as Joey being in love with Dawson for years and him not giving her a second thought. And every time she tries to establish a relationship, he just fumbles the fucking bag and then acts like a jerk when she finds a real relationship with Pacey. Please get out of my life. Get out of Joey's life. Let them be happy. I mean, I applaud that. I agree with everything that you said. Dawson can go eat dirt. Like, the way that he behaved after 
Pacey said he had feelings for Joey. It was absolutely ridiculous. I understand also that they like snuck around behind his back for like two weeks, but like they had to see if they had something before like going off and telling all of Cape side. Mm -hmm. Like that was absolutely ridiculous when like he was like, well, you hit it. You were sneaking around. It's like, uh, let them like figure it out before telling you first. And also, but like, she's not your property. I know. Like, she's your best friend that you treated like shit. And like, right. she's allowed to move on and be with whomever she wants, including your other friend. Like, I know. It's not like your brother. It's no. he's your friend. Like so, Dawson anyway. never came back from that, in my opinion. No, no. It was bad. Fatal bad, mistake. bad, bad, bad. Yeah. So really enjoyed that one. Thank you. All right. You ready? Yeah. Set. Go. Serena ending up with Dan on Gossip Girl as if Serena should have ended up with Nate. Nate got a horrible ending on that show. Didn't end up with anybody that we know of when he is hot, hot, hot. Like that was absolutely ridiculous. Um, Dan sucked, especially towards the end of the show. I feel like he never actually understood Serena. They were a high school relationship that never should have translated to later on in the show. They would never end up married. It just made no sense, especially with him being revealed as Gossip Girl. Agree wholeheartedly. Thank you. Thank you for that. You know, these these are our strong opinions. This yeah. is we really laid out all of our opinions yeah. here today. So if you have other opinions on these couples, please let us know. If there's someone that you wanted us to talk about that we didn't, let us know. We'll probably do another one of these apps because we could talk about ships all day long. Yeah. And we didn't mention some of the biggest ships out there, like, um, you know, Seth and Summer on yeah. the OC or Marissa and Ryan on the OC. Yeah. We didn't touch the other One Tree Hill couples. Um, I know. But we have talked about them a lot in the past. And so if you want to hear more about those couples, you can go back and listen to our episode on love triangles and ma maybe the draft one, too, because we talk about some couples yeah. in that episode as well. Well, if you want to hear about Belly Conrad, Jeremiah, Damon, Elena, Stefan, please visit our Love Triangles episode. That's where, where you'll hear us talk about all that. But mm -hmm. we kept it to just ships for this mm -hmm. one. Yes. Um, thank you so much for listening. And please tune in again next week. Don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcasts, rate and review us. And you can also follow us on TikTok and Instagram at previously on underscore teen TV. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.